right. but but yeah, I, I think the first goal is going to be big. Now, last time Red Bull visited, they scored the first two goals, yeah. but we scored the last three, and that those three were more important. Um, good point. Good point. Analysis. Um, I'm a math teacher, so I've done lots of studies Let's on crush the numbers. <laughs> crush the numbers, and the three the threes beat out the two every time. Um, <laughs> Hey guys, Doobie Brothers Podcast here, presented by the Brotherly Game. It's me here, AJ. And it's me here, Luke. Me here. Me here. It's October 15th. We are five days away from our first playoff matchup against New York Red Bull at Talon Energy Stadium. Woohoo! So we are going to preview the playoffs, but this is going to be called episode number 38. We got to stick with our tradition of going with guys who have worn the jersey. Currently, it's being worn by Zach Sandy, who's with the Union and Steel this year. We got to see him against DC in the Open Cup game. Yeah. He got a little run out there. That's the only time he's played for us this year, right? Um, I think maybe the, the Pumas game, too, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, maybe. yeah, pretty pretty small Union minutes. But uh, he, I don't know. When we saw him, he looked kind of pretty good. Yeah, fun. Uh, energy. Yeah, energy guy. Yeah. And then the only other time 38's been worn is by Union legend Kai Herdling, who... Is retired. Yeah, I guess played in uh, eleven, twelve. So memories. But let's get to the now. So we got the playoff game coming up. It's it's a big one. We got our New York friends coming down to Talon, and so let's get into where does this playoff game rank all time in <sighs> games at Talon? All right. So we've seen some big ones. Yeah, there have been some big ones this year. I mean, man, I, this you game has already given me goosebumps like four times already this weekend. It's only Tuesday. But goosebump count. Goosebump count is at at least three. Um, so my, I think this game is. I I don't know. It's it's hard to compare it with that the 2011 home playoff game, the only other home playoff game we've mm-hmm. had because it's so far so long ago. Right. And I was I was just you know a tot. You know. Yeah. Doopie Brothers were just a podcast was niving and we didn't even, we couldn't even spell podcast I don't know at that, what that point. was at that point. Yeah, but so that's the only it's, it's I mean that's the only, you know the easiest comparison, but what I, about a uh, open cup yeah, games? So I Seattle don't and I can't put this up with the open cup games cuz mm-hmm. the trophy's on the line there. The trophy was in the building of those games. Yeah. Like that's still okay. those are the you know it, and especially like I guess they're more recent like, recent ones, but they're just so I don't know these. They're just big. They're big games. They're final games. So you can't really put this up there yet. Just be, even though I, I want to, I, I'm so excited for this game. But it's I think it's just behind those Open Cup games. Yeah, I saw some cool conversation about this on uh, Twitter. I wasn't able to get into it, but some I think it might have been Mike mentioned that those games may have not had as big a crowds, not completely sold out because they were kind of like I think they were Wednesday night games. But everyone who was there knew exactly what was on the line. Right. And it was kind of like a smaller club of people who were more on on the in uh, in the know, and so that kind of gives that kind of a special atmosphere and feel about that one. Plus, like you said, with the trophy, um, and those are pretty dramatic games too. Like they right. were, yeah, exciting games. Yeah, it doesn't get more dramatic than those overtime and PK games. Yeah. Um, but this one, I think this one, I mean, it's going to have probably. Probably the biggest crowd. It's, I, I can't I imagine there's ever been a better atmosphere than we've experienced this year already. Right. And I, that I, what this yeah. this game's going to be like. It's going to be intense. I expect it to be the biggest. I also expect, I, I think, expectations this year have been higher than any other year. Like So those Open Cup games. We were the, still the underdog in those games. Right. And, and like the MLS season was going on, but I don't remember us being like, you know, Up dominant there. like this year has been. This year we've been playing so well at times and, you know, other than this last month, but our expectations are still high on this team and we know what we're capable of. So, yeah, this is a quality it's, team. It's a big crowd with high expectations. And I think, I, I think anything other than a win on Sunday is. Is devastating. Oh, I, I think it will crush. You, you just mentioned it before we started recording that, like, this could be our last episode talking about a game and that i could i i was so sad i couldn't even think about it. oh yeah we don't <laughs> have to and we're not going we're, we're not going to have to think about it we got we got four more games ahead of us four more wins we're going to take it all the way to the cup that's all it takes people four games we got four games four wins 
to win MLS Cup. One one of 14 teams is going to get to do it. Why it just, not us? It just sounds so attainable when you say that. Right. Four games, and we know one's at home. We could get two, three. We could have all four games at home if things fall the right way. So we could have four home games to yeah. win MLS Cup. It's right there in front of us. Uh, we just have to. We just got to do it. Our do what we do. So um, let's start with the first one. One one game at a time. So where do I rank this game among all oh, time yeah, games? No. <laughs> um, thanks for asking. No. Um, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, I I think Open Cup games they were they were very special moments, and I think this one we have to see the atmosphere and feel it to know where it officially ranks. Okay. I think. I think just knowing how those other games felt and were, since we already got to experience them, I can't top them right now. But maybe if this game on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon is that same atmosphere, then I would put it above it just so you, because it's. So playoffs. you wrote down this question, and then your answer is, "Let's wait and see." Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Now another thing. So with the atmosphere, though, I don't know how you feel about this. This game is at 3 p.m. Yeah, I wish it was a night game. Yeah, they always feel better, or you know, look more cool or whatever. Yeah, it is gonna be a little interesting with it just being daytime. Yeah, but at, at least I think it'll be warmer and weather would be nicer. That's true. Yeah, it should so. be nicer. Yeah, it's starting to get a little, little brisk at night. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't, I don't need to be brisk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about it. So Red Bull's coming to town. Um, we all hate Red Bull. That's that's the thing. It's a given. Everyone hates them. Um, so. I'll, I'll let you kind of go. You've kind of got a lot more or a few more talking points about this. And uh, so, yeah, okay. Go. Yeah, I'll take it over. Uh, there's been a lot of debate about whether or not we should play a 4 4 2 or 4 2 3 1. And um, I feel like a lot of people are are are, are more interested in, in seeing the 4 4 2 formation just because recently the 4 2 3 1 has kind of fell, fallen, fell flat for uh, the, the end of, end of our season. But. The, I, I listened to the extra time today, and I think Matt Doak convinced me to play that a four to three one might be the best matchup against the Red Bulls, because the Red Bulls are also a pressing team. They they don't necessarily always play the four 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 two. They they also kind of line up in a four two three one, but it, it I don't think it really always looks like that. But um, they are a pressing team, and, and they probably will press try to press us a lot. And I think what Matt Doak was saying, and, and I think I agree with a lot, is um, if we play in the four four two, which is more narrow formation that allows their uh their fullbacks to, or their, and, and the press up as as well and press up more into that space that that we're giving by by prep being more narrow and that could really like pin us back if, if they have like especially they have like kamar lawrence is one of their one of the best fullbacks in the league and if he gets up there and and he's playing on the on the side against gaddis that could be trouble with him they because they have daniel royal usually on that side too and he's uh i don't know to me like daniel royal always seems like one of the most talented players on their teams like he's a scary guy to to go up against. So, just that, nah, just uh, and that that one side scares me a lot. If they uh, press up and uh, kind of try to force force the ball down that 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 angle. So I'll come I'll come back with you come at you with uh this. So if their backs are able to get up high, that's going to leave a little space behind them. That's where I think if we can have a four four two, we could play a guy with speed such as a Fafa or a Santos, who can hopefully kind of exploit those gaps that might be left if they get caught kind of trying to press us and we can get a turnover and quickly play the ball and now now of course that's going it's going to take skill and practice um so hopefully they've been working on it but like getting the ball two three passes up into the space so Fafo or Santos can run into it and kind of force their backs who usually want to press to kind of have to either stay home or force a center back to step out to cover for them which then in turn would hopefully leave Casper with more space. Yeah, that's true. And that's something I feel like we saw in the LAFC game. I feel like we played a lot more direct balls kind of down the, there's wings to mm-hmm. guys like, like Fafa. And I feel like that, that kind of created a lot of success and, and that created the, the goal in that game. And I think that's something we do do a lot, a lot more at home is little play a little more direct and try to find those, uh, those wingers for those, those longer balls. So yeah, and that's a fair point. But yeah, and that, but that also like that leads to um, I feel like a four two three one kind of makes that a, a better um, better option because you have those wingers set up wide to like kind of take up that space and I don't know, but yeah, then I and I guess the space is less there if they're if we're playing more wide. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only person who really it, that only matters to decide is Jim Curtin. That's and true. I'd say his decisions for the most part this year have been good. Yeah, he's made some. We haven't finished well. I mean, the past month hasn't been great, 
and that definitely has to fall on him some. Um, but not only on him. Players definitely have not come out and played as well as they should have. Uh, Harris has gone on record saying that players were kind of playing half butt on uh, on the field last last game against um, City. Yeah, and so yeah, well, it really just depends on what does Jim think and and. So I did put out a little poll to see what people would think about four four two versus four two three one, and just looking at the results, seventy five percent are hoping for the four four two, compared to you know twenty five percent thinking four two three one. Yeah, but I think that is based on just recency bias. Like the past month or so, we've seen a lot of the four two three one, and we've saw, seen a lot of poor results. So for whatever reason that has been, but people are definitely. We want to change, and a change would be four four two. We have yep. seen it be successful this year, but there's also been success for the four two three one. We can't forget that. We can't right. Eliminate. Yeah, and like going back to the the Red Bull game, like the the El Sino game, mm-hmm. we started in a four four two. We went down two goals in the first half, and then we switched to four two three one. Obviously, El Sino came in, and that's really <laughs> the main factor. But we switched to formation, <laughs> yeah. and and that um kind of turned the the momentum into our favor. So I think that maybe that's something that we, we do. We we start in a four four two and then switch things in the second half. We bring in Elcino to four two three one, but and th- and that's a decent look too. I wouldn't be uh, upset to see that. But it's it's I don't know. It's imagine it's how to, much how much coverage Elcino will bring if we do that. Like same stadium, God. hopefully not down two zero. But yeah. Elcino comes in and he's going to get so much attention, which hopefully will allow other guys to take advantage of more space. It was. The the fullback that re- that he really ha- like embarrassed was it was kind of late right the little short guy I think so and and I think uh, I'm not positive but Kyle Duncan who has been the, their other fullback who's playing who was a, a better fullback this year is hurt and and I think he's, it's questionable whether he'll be be ready for this game so it could be kind of late to be in that game to okay be ready to take on Osino again which could be really interesting because I feel like the first game way in our favor I feel like the first game Lawrence was out. I feel like that was a big loss oh, for them. Yeah. Okay. And which and that was the side that Elsini really exploited. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking the other side then. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. The other side. Um. Yeah. Duncan could be questionable, and then. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know. They could they could change it around. Yeah. But um. Another, so another um matchup, on the other side of the ball, would be a guy who for Red Bulls that I, that I was kind of. Had had no idea about going mm-hmm. into the the second Union Red Bull game. That was Josh Sims, yeah. And he looks he's a pretty solid player. Like I had no no idea who he was. I thought he was like an academy kid, but you told me he's what he's from like England or something. Yeah, um, England. In parentheses, Yeovil. I have a Yeovil Town jersey. Oh, cool. So I wonder if fun fact. Yeah, I guess I won't wear that on Sunday. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I, I feel like he came from I forget one of the uh, Sutherland or Sunderland. He was with one of those teams or something. Wasn't gotcha. getting minutes and wanted to play somewhere. Yeah, he was good. He was dangerous. He was quick, tactical. I felt like he was very aggressive and confident going going down our left side. Right. So yeah. So that'll most likely be Wagner's uh, main responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm. As 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 good as we thought he he was, and 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 from what we saw from him, I think Wagner still is the upper hand. I think like he's Kai Wagner was able to shut down Carlos Vela. Like I think he can handle anyone else really in the league. Yeah, he should definitely have confidence, but also caution Mm -hmm. after that game. I'm sure he's watched a lot of tape and uh, kind of learned a little more about this Josh Sims kid. Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah, that that was a tough game for him. It definitely was. That Sims looked good, but yeah, Wagner. I mean, he's had a good season, and, yeah, and he definitely. We've got McKenzie next to him. Yeah, and I feel like feel like Wagner has a had a season where he started off way stronger, and then kind of like maybe regressed to the mean or, or whatever, he dipped, dipped in form a little bit towards the end, maybe slowed down a bit. But I still feel like he he has the potential to really shut down anyone, and I'm so. I, he rose to the occasion against Vela. That was yeah. for sure. Oh, and yeah. so hopefully it'll be another time like that where he rises to the occasion and proves that he's the better player. Yeah. I mean, hopefully like it's a playoff game. Hopefully everyone rises to the mm-hmm. occasion and understands the the moment and and the, the yeah, just and, and doesn't come out flat like we've seen these past couple breaks in the games. Right. And, and that, then, that's really the, the major thing. Like if we come out aggressively and and you know, put 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 our front foot on this game. 
I think we'll we'll be fine, and I think we'll take care of the Red Bulls and and move on. But it's you know, as we've seen, it's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Um, so Barlow up top, you have that. Do you think is right? Right, Phillips. Where's what's his status right now? Do you know? know? Does anyone know? It doesn't seem like he's really their starter anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, regardless, they're going to have... But I, I didn't really think Barlow was that good. I thought when we saw Brian White in the first uh, Union Red Bull matchup, I thought he looked pretty decent. Where was he the second matchup? I don't know. I think yeah. maybe he just wasn't in favor at the moment or, or gotcha. hurt or whatever, but mm-hmm. Barlow was a starter. But I thought Brian Wright looked more dangerous. Barlow, at least in this game, wasn't... He had. I think he had some some easy or i don't know he found himself in some good spots yeah he, yeah, he found yeah. Him in good spots yeah and it really just our defense was playing terribly so he was you know just taking advantage of that but yeah i, I don't know i'm not super afraid of him though i like it yeah and yeah i think bradley wright phillips if he gets a start if he plays he's definitely gonna be a more dangerous guy i think he just has a knack for coming up in big moments and He's he's a guy who all teams kind of wish that they had. We we have never had a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as good as Casper's been this year, I mean he's not having a Bradley Wright Phillips kind of season. Yeah. Bradley Wright Phillips is just uh you know twenty goals a year for multiple seasons. Yeah, I mean that kind of consistency is just insane. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's pretty up there now, and this year hasn't been like his his break his yeah, best year, but year still uh, he's just a, a guy that puts some uh put some fear in, in center backs before, well, whenever he's on the field. Right. Um matchup that I wanted to highlight was kind of going in our offense. So Casper versus the defensive pairing is of Long and Parker. So this is where I hope that we kind of have a 4-4-2 so that he's got a partner up there, someone who can kind of stretch those two. I hope that he's got a partner with speed who can force them to kind of cover behind Outside backs kind of move them out from the middle so that Casper can find pockets in the box, around the box, where he's able to receive the ball and get a good shot off. Not not a dinky shot, but a chance where he gets a chance to look look up, find that far post, and play the ball in. Um, I think that's going to be a big thing that we're going to have to find. I feel like we haven't been doing as well finding him in good spots recently. I mean, we, we've obviously not been playing well recently, so that's been a problem. But Who would you want to see pairing with him? I I I think Fafa. Honestly, I feel, uh, Fafa just keeps coming to mind. And, yep. Um, I know I know some people want Santos, but I I mean, if I'm thinking Jim Curtin, I think Jim Curtin likes to turn to people and things he's familiar with. That's why I could see him going four 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 two three one. Even though I'd prefer a four four two, um, I also could see him turning towards guys he's leaned on in the past with disregard to results necessarily. Mm-hmm. So despite the fact that we haven't won a playoff game with Fafa, I could see him turning to Fafa knowing what he's going to bring. He's going to bring that en- energy for the full, you know, 60, 70 minutes that he's in there. If and nothing else, he'll also bring some defensive, like right. pressing coverage and, and, and just work around the field. Yeah. And I, I do think he is pretty good at that pressing. And that's something where Harris called out the team after the last game about guys not pressing as a team. And you could see that I remember a specific time against New York City where Harris made a big run to try to press press by himself. They played the ball, he turned and arms up. Like, mm-hmm. how am I doing all this work and no one else is trying to cover the guys behind me? It's too too much wasted energy. And I think a guy like Fafa would be a good pairing with Casper because he, like you say, brings a defensive uh, presence and... He presses well. Casper presses well. I I guess I haven't seen that much from Santos to be really be able to judge if he's a, as good of a presser. So now it's yeah. For him, it's been like what three weeks now that he hasn't played a game with his injury. Yeah. And like and like the international break. So that's right. that's a long time to off not play. to just throw get thrown into a, a playoff, playoff game to start. Mm-hmm. So that that'd be tough. And, and obviously everyone's coming off a break with the with the international break. But I think yeah, I think Fafa might be a, a safer call. Yeah. We're gonna need Casper not to miss his opportunities. I mean, we'll we'll definitely get our chances this game. Even if we like go down one zero, that's not the end of the world. We're gonna get plenty of chances this game, but we're gonna to have to take advantage of them. That's something we have not been doing. We've been scuffing right. shots, dinking them into the ground, not getting clean contact. That's where Fafa, I'd be nervous with him starting because he does find himself in good spots. But 
he finishes as well as you and I do sometimes, like just crap shots, even though he's put himself in a great spot to receive the ball. So, and and also like momentum-wise, uh, thinking about him and uh, Bedoya, if Fafa finds himself in the box and scuffs a shot wide, high, or bounces into the keeper when he should have blasted it to the corner, then Bedoya gets on him. I could see kind of some almost heads kind of drop or be like, yeah. oh, crap, here we go again. Yeah, there's going to be definitely a lot of tension in this game just yeah. with how much is on the line. Uh, with j- just winning a playoff game has been such a, a struggle for this team that this year it's it feels like this has to be the year that we that we break break that that streak and, and finally win one. And if we start to you know, make those misses, you know, things get a little tight. Players get a little frustrated, angry, and, and I don't know, it could get ugly. But hopefully, we have the maturity and, and composure on the field that. It, it doesn't really get to that. Yeah, I hope so, man. I, I'm a, it's just nerve-wracking. You know, yeah. we have so much pressure. We're putting so much pressure on them, right, and rightfully so. Right. And the team... I mean, this this is, is a quality team that kind of... Yeah, it, it's worth the pressure. I'm nervous they're going to come out tight and slow, and we will not be able to afford to do that. We can't we can't yeah. chase this game. We need to get that first goal and and then settle in the game like that and let us do get the crowd going. Yeah. Um, maybe let the ref make a couple bad calls so we can all start booing. I like when we the crowd gets into that because then kind of brings the crowd together all against one common enemy. Right. Um, do you so? Do you think the first goal is like whoever scores the first goal is going to win it? I think the bigger thing is about who scores more goals. <laughs> all <right>. But but <laughs> yeah, I, I think the first goal is going to be big. Now, last time Red Bull visited, they scored the first two goals, yeah. but we scored the last three, and that those three were more important. Um, Good point, good point. Analysis. Um, I'm a math teacher, so I've done lots of studies Let's on crush the numbers. <laughs> crush the numbers. And the three the threes beat out the two every time. Um, yeah, I do think the first goal is going to be big because of that tension, because of the crowd. I think there's just so much on this game that if we give up a goal, and also it kind of depends on how it gets scored. Yeah. If, it's, if it's a poor defensive breakdown, if it's a – Silly mistake, a mistake by Blake. I think any of those would be backbreakers for us. I right. think that would be very bad. If it's a Bradley Wright Phillips, I don't know, hits a volley from 20 yards out that goes up or 90. Okay, we're gonna say okay, he hit a good right. shot. I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'll reference the uh, the Atlanta game. Okay, it was the the Joseph. It was mm. an incredible goal. It was probably right. his best goal of the season. And it was nah, he had other good ones. He had another one more recently that was just. All right. Well, that, I thought that was like in the goal of the year finalist. Yeah, I'm sure he's got like three or four in the goal of the year final. He's all right. All right whatever. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, but that one was a great goal, and it was like a great play by Atlanta. And it was just like, and after an intense, intense uh, back and forth first half, mm-hmm. and we're just like, okay, we're in this game, so we're we're we're, right. we're up to this challenge. Mm-hmm. Second half, we'll come back, and and we're we're still in this. And we and did. It's a game like that where we're, we're still fighting, and and they just get the the first break. Okay, we can we can readjust and, and right. come back and, mm-hmm. and get back in this game. What is a game where we come out flat or it's a, it's a stupid, like a freaking trusty own goal. Like we've seen it in big moments last year. Uh, Things like that could really uh, just derail this team. Right. Right. Yeah. So big first goal is big, but it also comes to it's more like the general performance and like energy of the, of the team. Yeah. Jim Curtin was big against LAFC about that first 15 minutes. Right. He called it controlled chaos and, and that set the tone for the game, a game in which we kind of dominated and should have won. Unfortunately, we only tied it, but that that's the tone we need to come out and set. We need right. to... It needs to feel like one of those games. Yeah. 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 Um, so you, we start talking about some of lineup predictions, what we want. So who do, who do you want? So you want a 4-2-3-1. Mm-hmm. Set that up for me. Okay. Um, I'll go... I mean, this the back five. Back five is regular. The yeah. same. Yeah. Keep McKenzie in. You got um, Harris Bedoya? Yeah. And... I mean, I, everything points to Bedoya being ready. It seems like Curran's pretty confident that he's good. So, you know, write him in at Penn. And then uh, the the middle three is really the or the the next line of three is really the the biggest like question marks in this in this formation. So I I would still I would go um, Aronson Montero Santos. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. I know we <laughs> talked about this, but I still I feel like he's. I don't know. I just have a feeling he's going to be be the starter in in this game. <coughs> cool. I would go. Yeah. So I like that. Um, 
And then who do you say up top? Tommy Tinker Toy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's a good line behind Casper. I think yeah. it, it gives him a lot of support and offensive power. I just uh, have a feeling about Sanchez. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with having a feeling. Yeah. I had one once. Um, okay. <laughs> so I think I, I'll go 4-4-2. Four, four, Again, back four, same. Uh, Harris, Bedoya, Montero, Aronson. Who's at the top? Aronson's at the top. Okay. I'll go I'll go Montero and Bedoya as the Shuddlers left like and right. Yeah. And then, like I said, Casper and Fafa up top. Yeah. That's so not bad. Yeah. I'm happy with both lineups. I'm really excited right. just saying lineups. I'm like, oh, it's man, okay. this is going to be – I cannot wait till the lineup gets released. Ooh. And we're like, oh, there it is. Ah! Yeah. And then we look at the sub options. And um, okay. so on my bench, I would have, I would have, I guess, Fabian. I would have uh, Santos. I guess, uh, I guess Vooten. Although I kind of want to put Fontana there as another offense. Oh, I need, you need El Sino. So yeah. El Sino is a given. So you need El Sino. I'd have El Sino, Santos, Fabian. Those three offensive. I'd say Fontana. Uh, Fontana. Um, You'd probably want a defensive midfielder, so maybe not Fontana. Probably Craval. Then I don't know. I guess you go like defenders like Bendik, Colin, and R.J. Allen or something. Yeah. So that's basically mine with the yeah, with right, Sanchez yeah. and Fafa switch. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and that that bench though, I mean, that's a, a yeah. bench you like to see with right. Fabian and Osino coming in, or and Booten or 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 Santos or Fafa. Like that's. Firepower that you could really rely on if if we need to uh, yeah, come back to this game. A lot of international fire firepower. Yeah, it's uh, it's oh, fun, man. Oh, man, it's gonna I, be. It's just it's, it's really just a a great thing that all those guys are healthy. Like it it would right. be really bummer if especially Bedoya or Casper weren't ready to go for this game. Yeah. That would be such a letdown with how great this team has been this whole year. Should not have two of our most important players have to miss the the most important game. Would have been a really big bummer. But it, it's it's a great thing that everyone's yeah. healthy. I guess we haven't really heard much about Casper and his recovery, right? I mean, Curtin said in in, in a recent like a uh, presser press thing that like yeah, every, everyone's ready to go. I'm okay. not pretty pretty comfortable that everyone's going to be fine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be there. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh we're man, sitting in section 109. Our shirts will be navy blue. Yeah, we we'll get the navy blue shirts because the Union are doing something awesome. It's a blue out game, so every section is getting either light blue or dark blue shirts. It's gonna be awesome. I mean, I was gonna wear a jersey, but I guess I'll wear a dark blue jersey. Okay. And then I'll just put the blue, blue shirt on top, shirt or whatever, top yeah. or underneath. I guess it won't matter. Um, they're not gonna look up and say, "Hey, you don't have the right shirt on." No. But I'll make sure I'm wearing the no, right they're, color. They're gonna be pretty strict about this. <laughs> uh, they're Acme shirts, so it's pretty serious. Acme. No, shut up. Proud supporter of the Doopy Brothers podcast. Nah, man. Yeah, we went there once. <laughs> um, so that's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. Love a free shirt. Uh, the playoff gear. Yeah, there's like from the rally. Yeah, the rally looked awesome. Uh, yeah, shout out to everyone who was able to go to that. It looked pretty cool. Um, they had some pretty sweet gear. The those shoes are they're oof, fire. They're the kids some say sweet looking shoes. They're lit. Yeah, they're, yeet. They, Other kids say yeet. I don't know why we're, know. we we had this whole camo thing going, but it, it looks cool. The, yeah, the shoes. Yeah, the, the shoes look really. The, the shirts with those graphics, and then that mm-hmm. that like warm up looks really really nice. The, the jacket, the jean jacket with like kind oh, of like yeah. um, kind the, of like a jersey mashup. Yeah, on, like, the, on the back. That's yeah, a, like it's, it's kind of neat. It's like they took like extra scraps from uh, the jersey making factory and just kind of took it, the scraps from the jean jacket making factory and kind of yeah. put them together. It's like aesthetically looks like kind of weird, but like Union fans would like just love that because right. it's like. You know, not just like last year's, it's like older jerseys, and it looks, yeah. it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't think I can cool enough to pull it off, but yeah, um, I might be able to. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I don't know, just all <laughs> these kind of things, like the, the blue out, the the gear, like it makes this. You get this feeling that like the there's there's belief in this team. It's not mm-hmm. just like a one and done. This is gonna be this this could be like a, a really serious uh playoff run that we, that we could be going on and this team's good enough to go on that run so there's you know reason to like get in invest in these kind of things do you think acme's like secretly hoping we lose so they don't have to pay for more shirts <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding um no it's good publicity for them uh maybe toyota will give us more hats in the next oh. one um but yeah i feel like they're already creating an atmosphere all before the before we're even in the stadium we know that we're getting shirts we know that like the crowd's gonna be sold out. The, we're getting emails about the excitement about this game. Yeah, I get so many the, emails about this. this, game, this yeah, I mean, it's like the atmosphere is already being built before 
I mean, it's not even the weekend yet, and I'm already pumped for it. I'm, I can't you know, wait. we're all thinking about it, and yeah, it's it's phenomenal. We're gonna have to like watch like four play uh, or yeah, four matchups before our, this game of in, wow. on Saturday. It's gonna be like yeah, it's so intense. I'm just itching to get to Talon. Um, we're probably gonna get there what like six a.m. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we're actually recording from the parking lot right now. <laughs> we see Sons of Ben Tifo guy uh, working yeah, yeah. on the Tifo looking right good, now. Looking good. Looking good out there. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we're we're so excited. Yeah. To be there. Uh, it's gonna be great. Um, I think I don't. Well, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I, uh, just pumped. Um, we're gonna take a break in a second. After after the break, we're gonna talk about rookie of the year voting. Uh, robbery actually. Um, we've got some 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 data to go over with some Twitter stuff. Uh, you might hear us talk about potatoes. That's potatoes. Weird. That's weird. Find out what the potatoes have to talk about. Look into the future at two two thousand twenty one, and uh, then predictions for the playoff game so you know how good we are at predicting so stay tuned uh, and come back after this hey guys to be brothers podcast back here presented by the brotherly game brother brotherly game got it got it um it's aj <laughs> and luke here um so the first thing we're gonna talk about in the second half of the break is a little robbery of our guy the kid brendan aronson Luke, yeah. you you bought his jersey to start off the year. Yeah, uh, he's had a pretty good year. Nothing nothing like the jersey curse of uh, Trello and Zal- Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan. I don't know what jerseys have you bought. David Akam. That's David Akam. That was one. the one. Yeah, that was that was the big one. Um, and so your jersey curse wasn't bad for Aronson. Yeah, so, I got I got an, an Aronson jersey and a Rapino jersey this year, so I'm looking pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I gotta get him an AJ jersey. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Uh, he has one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell us. What so your yeah, are. so Aronson got uh, second place in the rookie of the year voting. That's the the third year that a Union player got second place in the rookie of the year voting. So what were the other years? Uh, Jack Elliott. Oh yeah. And then uh, Rosenberry. Rosenberry. Mm-hmm. Was, oh, Elliott was last year, right? Is that is this two th- years ago? What was last year? I don't know. Oh, maybe McKenzie. Whatever. Yeah, anyway. it's it happened. Trusty? It happened before. Trusty? No, he was on. A, he was a homegrown. Oh yeah. Anyway, whatever. Uh, it's previous years it happened before. <laughs> yeah, we're not good at rookie of the year, but we're almost good at. Almost, we're year. like so close. But so Aronson got twenty four percent of the final vote. Uh, Andre Shinyashiki of Colorado Rapids got thirty two percent. The only like category that Aronson beat Shinyashiki was in the club percentage was by a percentage. So I think that's like coaches. Okay. And there's also player percentage and media percentage, and, and players and media had a. A healthy amount went to Shinishiki. Okay. Yeah, it was just near. He had like I don't know, like eight goals or something. But uh, it just felt like I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a debate to go between these two. So would you rather? So because Aronson has maybe lesser stats, but played more games for a better team, mm-hmm. and Shinishiki played for Rapids, who who had that had a good bump in the year. They they almost made the playoffs. They they turned it around for the most part. But he had more goals for uh, a worse team and and less starts. Yeah, so if he had eight goals for us, if we if we flipped the stats, if we had him and he had eight goals for us, I guess I I could I could argue for him because he would be what second in the league, second on the team in scoring. Yeah, and so I I could I I get that. Um, but then there's also so Aronson's eighteen, Shinashiki's twenty two. Right. Uh, I think that that could be a part of it, but. Yeah, I mean, Aronson did play a big part in, in our in our year, and and with, um, without thinking about rookie of the year, but he was just a vital part in kind of the lack of production from Fabian. I think, right. Yeah. I think like we, it, we had we, so much banking on our number ten being Fabian, we could have been devastated by the lack of Fabian yeah. production if there wasn't Aronson. And Montero helped with that too, yeah. sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, Aronson yeah. definitely was a big part of that. Yeah. If we didn't have Aronson, we'd probably see a lot more of Fabian, which. Grant may have been good, may have been bad. I'm not going. I, I you know, doesn't matter um, at this point. But he did play a very vital part in our midfield, and our midfield was one of the best in in the league. Um, and he he played so well that he got a national team call up. Uh, was a healthy scratch for both the U.S. games. Yeah. I would but have felt like that that was a clincher getting a, a U.S. team call up. Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge huge accomplishment for a kid. And, and he didn't get into the games. He he didn't. He sat out in both the. Um, both those games, but but the fact that it caught up was a, a, a great accomplishment. I figured that would like clinch the 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 voting or whatever. But even though it's not an MLS, yeah, Shiki didn't get called up for Brazil, so <laughs> yeah. which is his nationality. So yeah, I guess that says something. Um, 
So, yeah, it's a bummer. Aronson had a great year. And the nice thing is when Aronson's 22 where Shinashiki is, I would predict... I'm playing for Liverpool. Yeah, I, I predict he's going to be a little further in his career. And so, yeah, yeah, Shinashiki, where were you when you were 18? Right. College. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it's, it's you know, cool. it's an MLS tradition. Give the It's a college award, basically. Yeah. The rookie of the year. But, um, yeah, it's cool that Aronson was at least part... Almost there. Yeah. So Jack DeVries, uh, congratulations on coming in second and rookie of the year next year. <laughs> Can't wait. But um, yeah, sorry, Joe Schmo from Berkeley wins. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. So so you were doing a. Uh, I had a little fun on, and I still am having fun on yeah. Twitter. So we use Twitter a lot to reach our followers. Thanks for interacting, getting a lot of votes on. Every day I've been putting out a poll, um, starting at eleven. So every day I've been putting out one. So when there were eleven days left in our until the playoff game, I asked, what was your favorite moment for our number 11, Bedoya? And I put up the late winner versus Dallas. We were at that game that was an incredible moment. Really kind of jump-started a lot of the season in this we're not the same old union feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the, the D.C. goal versus Congress. and, and Not versus Congress. <laughs> D.C. <laughs> goal wish. and the Congress <laughs> call-out, um, which made national news. And then most recently, he scored a vital goal against San Jose. And he dedicated that one to the little girl, Lucy. Um, and so the biggest, I mean, this was a big discrepancy. Everyone, uh, 70% of the voting went towards the D.C. goal in Congress call. Yeah, I mean, that moment was pretty in- insane. Like, yeah, inc- incredible, incredible. It was moment. just blowing up social media, the news, national story. Um, and then it went on to lead us to, uh, what was that, 5-1? Yeah. And, yeah, we we were there for that one, too. That was yeah, that was a pretty awesome moment. So definitely agree with that one. Um, ten days left, I, I asked, who do people want to start at the 10 for us against New York? The options were Fabian, Aronson, Montero, or Fang. Um, and this I voted for Fang. This was a pretty pretty good even vote. Uh, Fang came in fourth with 21% of the vote. That's so that's pretty respectful. Um, Dodgecall got a vote. So that's fair. That that was good. Uh, Aronson got twenty four percent. Montero twenty five percent. Fabian thirty percent. So again, pretty even. Uh, but Fabian did edge out people there. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm I still so surprised too. people are. I mean, I guess he's you kind of need him to be to show up maybe at the playoff game. So right, and let's hope, let's hope, let's hope yeah. he does. Nine days left. I talked about strikers. Who should start up next to Casper? So I was assuming, or you know, thinking we were going to go four four two. Uh, Casper would get the start. Um, Fang did did not get any votes for this one. Um, some people wrote in Fafa, but my options initially were Santos, Futon, Fabian, other. So Fafa got a couple votes, and as you as you heard, that's kind of where I was leaning towards. Um, Fabian was twenty percent. Futon was only fourteen percent, and Santos got about fifty. He got forty nine percent, so about half. Half of the whole population was thinking Santos. Not bad. Yeah, I just feel like it's he he scored some goals or some big goals this year. So like it's it's gonna be a big game, big you know show up in the big moment with that kind Santos? of Santos. Yeah, I don't know El- if, Atlanta. I don't know. He scored the third goal. Yeah, yeah, but like he started like the second goal. He okay. I mean he so he created the second goal. So yeah, I mean you could argue. I I would say Vooten is you can't really argue for him. Yeah, at this point. I'd say you could argue Fabian or Fafa pretty well against Santos, but yeah, I, I, I guess. But Fabian scored more than Santos, but more right. from the center mid spot. Yeah, um, and you can't have him starting at the ten and the striker. So that's true. Get that's your true. votes right. Um, eight days left to the playoff game. I was on my way to a wedding, so I asked which current or former Union player would be your choice as a plus one. I, it was tough to like put four names on here, so I had to start with my favorite party animal, Brian Carroll. <laughs> He actually got a vote or two. I th- I actually thought he'd be shut out. So <laughs> I guess people like Brian Carroll. Shouts to Brian. Uh, Il Senio won with 46%. Fang got 36%, uh, which was a fine thing to put on the poll. Someone said it was dumb, but I know you are, but what am I? Uh, Danny Califf got a good vote. Uh, Connor Casey, um, Casper. Danny Cruz was a popular one. Danny Cruz would be a big one. He would, yeah. Big hit. Um, Marissa Pilla and Latou, uh, Colin, Freddie Adu, um, <laughs> Derek Jones because he likes to party. All right. uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, so that was that was a fun little poll. 
Um, seven days to go. You'd like this one. Brian Carroll, our favorite number seven. So I was kind of leading up to that one with the last poll. Um, if he was to advise Sugarman to spend or invest some cash, what should he spend it on for next year? My options are Pave Lot A, Scouting, uh, Charter Flights, or Other. And um, as far as Other, no one really put anything other than uh, our friend Union Hulk. It's a dupe, uh, dupe brother fan. Mario Balotelli. So... It still could happen. It still could I'm happen. I'm sure he needs a team soon. Yeah. <laughs> soon. Whether he has one now or not. It's a matter of time. He's going to need one soon. I think he's playing in Brazil or something right now or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the winner of that poll was charter flights. People want Brian Carroll to tell Jay Sugarman to invest in some more charter flights. He went 0 for the allowed four this year. Scouting was second and Pave Flat A was I heard they're going to charter to Chester this, this weekend, though. <sighs> what an interesting thing to <laughs> say. Um, six days before the playoff game, I asked, how pleased have you been with our number six, Harris? He played every minute, led the league in passes, had a bunch of assists, showed some veteran leadership. Um, the options were very pleased, somewhat pleased, eh, and not pleased. Not pleased, got zero votes. So, uh, there was one or two votes for eh. 29% said somewhat pleased, but 65% are very pleased with Harris's That's performance this year. That's how it should be. Year. He was best yeah. player. Arguably the best player of the season. Right. Yeah, I think without him, it'd be it'd be tough to fill his shoes this year. Yeah. And yeah, so kind of like a underrated MVP of our of our team. Probably not gonna. I would I would say he's MVP of our team. Yeah. I don't, I don't, oh, okay. I don't okay. know. Like uh, you could argue Jack Elliott, Casper. Those those are the other two I thought would yeah. get more. I, just being on Harris the end. is just so unique that it's it's so hard to. Like Replace he's him. the most yeah. valuable player. Like right. I don't know. There's so much value there. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, I guess it all depends on how you say or think of MVP. Some people think of it as just best player. Some think of actually the word value. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. Like as far as value, I don't think you can replace him. I think if if you take him out of the lineup, we we cannot play the same way. Um, and then today we had we were only we're only five days away from the playoff game. I didn't have anything clever to do with the number five, so I just asked which formation did you want to see. And so I talked about this in the first time or the first segment. Seventy-five uh, percent want the four-four-two compared to the four-two-three-one. So I appreciate you guys partaking in our polls. It is fun, good interactions with you. Sorry, I'm at work. I can't always respond to you. But tomorrow we only have four days, so. I don't know when you're listening to this, but on Wednesday, there will be four days until the final or until our playoff game. And so my poll is going to be there. Are, all it's going to take is four wins to M- win MLS Cup. Four games we have to win. All could be home. One could be home and the rest could be away. But it, anyway, we got to win four games to win MLS Cup. The poll is going to be who do you want to see in the final? So, Luke, I'm going to let you be the first Doopy Brother fan to answer this question. So... They have to be in the Western Conference. Yeah, I know how this works. Right. So I'm gonna say I I don't I don't want to be LAFC just because if we're in the final I want it to be a chance that we're hosting. Uh huh. So I was gonna say Minnesota. Just because I think that's on. Would we, would we host against Minnesota I think third? So maybe I don't know. I I thought we and we were higher than them in, in supporters field. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So we would host against Minnesota. Yeah. So I thought it was just I was, thought it was just L.A. and uh, Seattle. That's that what I wouldn't. think. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah. um, yeah. I, I don't know. They're a team that I think we can beat, but it's also a team that I don't hate. Okay. I think uh, they they have a nice story that the fact that they be able to build up from their their terrible first first season in MLS. I think uh, I don't know. That should be a good story. But I think they're also a team we could beat. So that's a. Uh, that's that's my choice. Okay. What, yeah. What's your easier choice? Um, I, yeah. So I I like them too. That's a good one. Uh, I kind of would like to to beat Slotten. Oh, I think that would be, awesome be to very host satisfying. LAFC or not? I mean, LA Galaxy and beat Slotten. The only problem with that, we we would be hosting that game, but there'd be so many annoying oh, Ibrahimovic fanboys right. at that game that yeah. I don't know if I'd want to invite them to the stadium. That'd be such a pain. Um, yeah. But hopefully, since it would be us hosting a final, it would be like more Union than Zlatan. I mean, I mean, it would be, but like, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be just that regular MLS game where people circle it on the calendar. Like, hey, Zlatan's coming. Let me get my, you know. Man, Mal- Man United jersey. Yeah, yeah, my Malmo jersey, which was kind of cool. But, <laughs> that um, would be sweet. Yeah, so I'd like to beat Zlatan in, 
MLS final. Uh, so uh, that's yeah, a little bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, potato talk. <laughs> potato? You talking potato? Playoffs? Potatoes? Uh, if you've ever seen Shark Tank, you may have run into an episode where they someone pitches potato parcel, where you can send a potato to someone, literally a potato with a message on it, or a picture of someone on it. So. In the past, I've used this to ask one of my buddies to be my groomsman. I sent him a potato and asked if he'd be my groomsman. He said yes. So, worked. So, why are we talking about this now? Um, well, we- let's just say I had to have a conversation with my wife saying she's going to see something on the credit card bill about me using potato parcel recently with the <laughs> Philadelphia Union. To Jim Curtin. To Jim Curtin. Um, two of them. Uh, so hopefully, I don't want to spoil any surprises. I really yeah. hope the Philadelphia Union media team. I, I hope they like share it, and hopefully, it gets to the to the, uh, the right hands. But we're pretty proud of what we uh, our message we wrote on the parcels, yeah. on the potatoes, on oh, the potato parcels. So <laughs> hopefully, it comes out. Uh, so just this is a little sneak peek, a little teaser for you. Um, and if nothing comes of it, at least the, those of those of you who listen to this know that we sent the union potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they tried to be delivered on Saturday, and I got a message saying they were unable to be delivered on Saturday. It's like crap, man. Like, what's gonna happen to my potatoes? So, uh, but they they were confirmed that they're delivered today. So somewhere in the union front office, there are two potatoes from the Doopy Brothers with one picture and a potato pun written note to the team so yeah. hopefully T- a note of encouragement yes yes you so. gotta silence the taters taters <laughs> that's just part of it Luke, Luke just part of it. it um so that that was a fun little thing i got to do and uh hopefully they'll and, and if they don't if they don't do anything with it i apologize we'll just tweet out the receipt we will it, yeah it i'll show you the invoice <laughs> and uh yeah, we'll we'll share it with you. Uh, so, Luke, tell, tell, you talk about something you got to do that was oh pretty yeah. cool. Oh, so, yeah. So, I can't say much. Right. But uh, last week, I was uh, lucky enough to be a part of um, uh, the Union Creative Council, which is the the group that the, the Union front office uh, organized full of uh, Union fans and, and, you know, media members and, and uh, creative people. Uh, where, uh, where do you put yourself on this realm? I would fan slash creative. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, you've seen my mockups, my jersey <laughs> mockups. Uh, but so and the, but the, don't worry, Philadelphia. I have not seen a mockup of this one. This is so far. You're the only one. I've not seen this. This is so secretive. Yeah. So it's been very good. Yeah. So uh, I got to be part as be part of the uh the group that got to pick out the or help design the, the union jersey for the year 2021. Are you excited for this one? I'm uh, so excited. I was gonna ask it's you great. Some I I missed the first two meetings. Questions. I missed the first two meetings where they uh kind of were more a part of the the, the design decision process. So I, I missed those. But the, this past meeting, I got to see the close to the end result, and it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, where everyone a part a part of the the process were super excited about it. It's it's a great looking kit where. I, I, it sucks that it's it's gonna be so long till we have to see it and buy it and everything, but it's gonna be great. All right, follow, a couple follow up questions. You said kit, um, shorts also cool. All of it, man. It's all, all of great. It, all of it's cool. So you got jersey, shorts. Um, did you see socks? Uh, yeah. Okay. But then, and they were cool. I yeah, mean, everything I mean, everything I, went cool. I have okay. Zero complaints about that, um, this, this look. So you'll buy it? Of course. I mean, I'm gonna. I basically buy every jersey now. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one I'm ex- very, excited very excited to buy. Yeah, cool. Um, I I don't want to get you in trouble, so I don't want to ask yeah. any other follow up yeah, questions. Unfortunately, I can't yeah. share much, but uh, it's it's gonna be great. I I think the fans are gonna love it. I think it's gonna be a, a just a, a a successful kit. Cool. Yeah. Um, so move, moving on from that, let's let's go on. I don't want to get into it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I I just I just want to know. I just want to know about well, that jersey, but I it's cannot. It's only like eighteen months away. Ah oh, man, where yeah. where am I going to be in my life in eighteen months? Who knows, man. Wearing a new Union jersey <laughs> that Luke said was cool eighteen months ago. All right, so let's get into predictions. Everybody, this is the big one. Luke, yeah. Who do you think is going to win? Okay. No, no. Shock. Shocking. It's, it's going to shock everyone. I think the Union are going to win. I think the Union are going to win, too. Yeah, man. I, think, I, 
right. You do you want to go first? No, I don't know. You go first. You go first. All right. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I have not thought about I've just been so hyped about this game. Okay. I haven't thought about what's the actual score going to be. All right. I got mine. Worst, take, worst case scenario, we're only going to win 3 <laughs> nothing. No, just kidding. All right. Go ahead, Luke. You, so, you say. So I'm going to say we're going to win 2-0. Okay. I think we're going to come out strong, get that quick goal, quickish goal, maybe in the first 20 minutes, and then uh, get maybe a, 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 in the last 30 minutes a, a clincher. But I think we're going like, to win 2-0. That, that's my prediction. All right, I'm gonna go. Who, okay, okay. Do you want I'm me to say my goals? Yeah, yeah. Say your goals. Yeah, yeah, your goals. I just want to think give more. Some time. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one, I think it's gonna be Casper. I think he he's gonna you know get a get that big big thunder foot behind a ball and, and crush one to the thunder net. foot. Uh, and then the next one, let's say it's uh, let's say it's a Fabian goal. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's a, a super sub goal, Fabian. But not El Cino, Fabian super sub goal. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got mine. Ready? Uh huh. I'm gonna go four one. Oh my god! I think we're gonna come out hyped. I think we're gonna get a goal within the first five minutes. I think we're gonna get a second goal within twenty. It's I think we're gonna Weston be McKenney like performance. Yes. Just kidding. This is good. We're. I think we're gonna be up at. Th- we're gonna go up three zero into the half. And I think the second half, each team will each team will score a goal. We'll end up winning four one. It's gonna be just a night where we came in. In the right mindset, I think things are going to be clicking. The fans are going to be going nuts. I think it's going to be a fantastic night at Talent or afternoon at Talent Energy <laughs> Stadium. Um, goodness, I, yeah, I think I think four one. I think we're just going to be everything's going to work for us. I think. Oh man, I hope you're right. I think the team has set up the crowd. I think they're they're setting us all up to be hyped. Yeah. From the from the get go, I think the team's going to come in. I think they're healthy. I think Jim is going to. I think I think his. His pep talks this year have been pretty well. I think he's been saving some over the past month. Just kind of, I think he's got something in his back pocket. He hasn't wanted to release it, unleash the beast. But I think I think Sunday he's going to really unleash everything he's got into his pep talk. The guys are going to be fired up. Um, I'm I, fired up. I can't I'm ready. wait. I cannot wait to look at them during the national anthem and just see them legs twitching, necks cracking, a fire in their eyes. Be freaking out. And man. yeah. And then I cannot wait to walk out of that stadium looking up at Red Bull fans all just sitting there in their seats still as can be. That was one of my favorite moments of that uh, 3-2 comeback win is just looking up at those fans. They were just stunned, stunned, dead silent, sitting in their seats as we all walked out. And, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm I'm feeling good about this one. You're feeling good. You don't even think they're going to get a goal. No, man. Um. First shot in a while too. I think yeah, we yeah, we're due. Well. We're yeah. due. So, Whew. all right. What a podcast, man! If, yeah, why I cannot, isn't it Sunday? Yet? Oh, geez, it's only Tuesday. You're listening to this. It's on a Wednesday, maybe Thursday. You're listening again. Friday, you're like, man, I can't get enough of the Doopy Brothers. Saturday, you're like, I got no work today. I'm going to listen to the Doopy Brothers nine times today. <laughs> And then Sunday, we appreciate it. On the way of the game, you're listening to it one more time. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. It's been fun. Um, can't wait to talk to you guys next weekend to discuss the next game. Discuss the next game. All right, knock Luke, on wood. Knock on wood. All right, Luke, it's been fun. Yeah, let's uh, let's call it. All right, bye guys. See ya.